that the coaching industry is soon to be the number one profession in the world. The coaching industry is soon to be the number one profession in the world. And I love that for me. I love that for us. I love that for all of you people who are out there creating coaching and consulting businesses. Um, as long as we're doing it with integrity and a high level of excellence and we really are um, authorities and influencers uh, or influence says rather in the space that we are coaching um, and consulting in. Welcome to another episode of Full Transparency with Donnie Wiggins, where I give you a fly on the wall perspective of all things entrepreneurship. Sometimes we have amazing guests that sit right here on the couch and join me for a transparent conversation. And sometimes it's just me and you as I share parts of my journey and lessons that I believe will benefit you in your own journey. And um, that's what we're doing today. I was driving into the studio this morning really trying to think about um, as we're nearing this time of year, what would be a valuable conversation for my audience. And I'm, I'm just coming back from a conference. In fact, I literally just flew in um, this morning and came straight to the studio. I have the wristband on still. I was at the Inc. 5000 conference with my sister friend, uh, Milan. You guys may know her as Milano de Rouge of the Milano de Rouge uh, clothing empire fashion brand. And she was being acknowledged uh, as an honoree for making the top 5,000 list of fastest growing businesses in America right now. And it was just such an amazing experience to be in that room. Um, such an amazing experience to be in that room. And every single time I go to a conference, I leave changed, right? And because I talk about mentorship and coaching and attending the events and being in the right room so much, I thought I would share how I'm going to use the information from the notes that I took uh, throughout the weekend and implement into my business and things that based on what I heard, based on some of the teachings and the education that I received um, from this powerful, I believe it was a four-day, three- or four-day-long conference, I, I want to show you how I process the information. Can I have my iPad, please? All righty. All right, so we're going to go through our notes um, and get with it. So we heard from a host of speakers. Y'all, listen, I had the opportunity to see Deepak Chopra, uh, Chopra live in person. Like, he's 77 years old. He is one of the biggest mindset and development coaches of our time. Or And I don't even think that he's a coach, but he is certainly influential in that space um, in the areas of mindfulness and awareness and spirituality and, and tapping into a, a deeper level of you, right? And you, if you've been watching Full Transparency or the Social Proof Podcast for any given period of time, you know that I am really, really, really dialed in to affirmations and meditations and daily routines and getting my rest and doing all the things. So it was amazing that I had the opportunity to hear from Deepak Chopra in person, like <clears throat> sitting on the second row, being able to, you know, interact and engage with him was amazing. So I'll give you some of the takeaways 
um, from DPAC and telling you how I would process that information so that it's not just notes. That's what this is. Don't just take the notes, right? We're actually going to execute on the notes. So this episode is how to leverage the notes that you take, okay? Especially from a conference. So one of the things that I liked that uh, Deepak said is that the future is uncertain. It's unpredictable. However, I can create it. And I can't create it if there's already certainty, Surrender to the uncertainty and spark creativity. Let me tell you why this was important to me. Because we are so fit, we become so fixated on a specific outcome. Like when you are approaching opportunities, you want things to be sure. You want there to be a guarantee. Uh, I had so, I had a person who has been in business for a, for several years ask me just the other day, well, what is your guarantee? You know, are people who do are the people who work with you guaranteed? to make seven figures are the people who work with you as their business coach guaranteed to make six figures. And the truth of the matter is that I can only guarantee that I am going to for sure teach you the framework. I can only guarantee that I am going to show up for you. I cannot guarantee that after our weekly coaching session that you are going to take that information and apply it in a way that is effective and impactful to your business. That said, when Deepak said this, um, it was a reminder. It was a reminder to not be so focused on the outcome. You can literally create whatever outcome you want. If you want to make six figures, then you just create a pathway, create a pathway in order to get to the six figures. If you want to make seven figures, then you just do the same thing. You create a pathway. And here's the cool thing. When you are not fixated on an outcome, it allows you to uh, have some creativity when you're not so rigid and you have to color between the lines. It allows you to paint a, a bigger picture even sometimes than the outcome that you've been so fixated on. And so for me and my own business, we had some monetary goals this year and I, we, we've got some monetary goals next year too, but I am more fixated now on the impact, right? I, I want to focus not on I'm going to have a $10 million year or a $15 million year. I want to focus more on the number of people who I get to impact. And in doing so, then that leaves the opportunity available and open for me to even make more revenue and, and generate more income than I've ever had before uh, or, or even had thought about. So that's one thing that I really got uh, from Deepak. Another thing that he said that was really profound for me was that trauma recycles as anger. Trauma recycles as anger, which leads to hostility, which leads to inflammation in the body. Inflammation in the body then changes the DNA of the body, right? Your cells start to change. Uh, the quality of your blood running through your body starts to change. The, your, the way you feel, the way you process your pressure, your blood pressure, your systems internally start to change. And when those things start to change, it then begins to trigger physical and mental illness. Okay, this is a note that I took. I literally have a page full of notes that I took. 
Okay, and I, I can't share everything, but I am sharing the takeaways that I intend to apply to my own life and my own business. And the reason, again, that we're doing this is because I know that you have these journals. I know that you have these notebooks. I know that you're taking notes. I know that you have a journal full of notes from the Full Transparency Podcast. I know that you're taking notes today. And I want you to see, I want you to correlate you, the version of you that takes the notes to the version of you that actually executes on the information and how you would process something. So again, Deepak said trauma recycles is anger, which leads to hostility, which leads to inflammation, which changes the DNA of the body, which triggers physical and mental illness. So for me, that means that I need to be more aware at making sure that I am not triggered by any trauma past or present or future. And that means in order for me to not be as triggered by trauma, that I have to adhere to the routines that keep me at my best mental peak, at my highest mental and spiritual self. So what are those things for me? Those things are making sure that I have a consistent schedule uh, for meditation. Those things are making sure that I'm getting enough sleep. So as an entrepreneur, sometimes you have to build these things into your schedule because you're working, 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 working. You know how sometimes you could be working throughout the day and you just forget to eat? Like I do that all the time. Y'all ever had that happen to you? You ever just like forgot to eat throughout the day? Like sometimes you'll be so focused on a goal. It's like the basic thing that we need for survival, like food, you forget to do because you're so focused on the outcome, right? And that might be associated to a trauma as why you feel like you need to be so busy in that moment. And so for me, as I'm listening to this and on this note, it's like, okay, Donnie, make sure that you're getting the sleep that you need to be getting. Okay, Donnie, make sure you meditate because that makes you feel good. It brings you awareness. It helps you to tap in. It helps you to Think clearly on an idea. Um, it also says, hey, you know what? You also really enjoy the way your body feels when you are in practice of yoga. So how about let's get on a consistent yoga schedule? Now I'm mapping out. I'm, I'm making space. So based on this note, I've already gone in and made space in my calendar. I went to my fitness app and I identified the days of the week that they offer yoga, right? The sleep I do at home, the meditation I do at home, but the yoga, I, I like to go to a place to do it. And it allows me the opportunity to uh, now go into my calendar, go into their app, figure out the days of the week that they offer yoga and work my schedule around that. Why? Because Trauma recycles is anger and we're not trying to be angry and allowing it to be unproductive and hitting no goals. All right. So that's what I'm doing with that note. All right. Let's move back on. Um, let's see. Deepak. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And y'all are going to find this interesting. I'm talking to my team. They're off camera. Um, you guys are going to find this interesting. He says that he does a whole lot of travel, right? He's always, always traveling. And one of the things, uh, someone asked him how he balances, like, being busy and all of this travel and having a family and doing all the things. And then how do you process? And it clicked for me. It clicked for me that many of us don't even have the time to process what we learn from our travel experiences, whether it's conferences or visiting other countries, other cities, learning new cultures, because we are going on what we call a vacation, going, having an amazing time, 
wearing ourselves out with fun or education. And then we come right back and get to work. Look at me today. I, I, I had to be at the airport at 3 o'clock this morning. I had a 5 a.m. flight, and I'm back in Atlanta in the studio today to film a couple of episodes of podcasts. Like I came back and I got right back in. Now that was already scheduled, but because we talked about this with Deepak, now he says that uh, he always takes a day off before and after travel to balance his body because the pressure changes and the environment changes that occur uh, while, while you're traveling also causes inflammation in the body. So he likes to take a day off the day before travel and a day off the day after travel to relax and reset his body. So guess what we're doing? We are taking a day off specifically after travel. The day after travel for me, not so much the day before because I'm pretty balanced, um, but I never take a day off the day before or the day after. Sometimes I'm literally working the day of the flight and I have to go straight from wherever I'm working and head to the head to the airport. And I don't mind that part, but on the back end, like today there's so much that I want to implement, but we're here. So now I have to work it. I have to work my execution of this information into an already really busy schedule, uh, but no more. We're now Brie. Every single time we travel, we block off the, the most that I want to be available for, how I would implement this. The most that I want to be available for is a team meeting because oftentimes I'm coming back with notes of things that we want to execute, okay? Um, and then Deepak, uh, Deepak left us with four daily questions to uh, balance your spirituality. I want to give you these four amazing questions uh, and these are questions that you will ask yourself every single day. Uh, number one, who am I? Like, who am I really? And I want you to do this. Who am I really? Um, number two, what do I want? Like, what do you really, really want? Do you wake up and ask yourself, like, you what you want out of your day? Like, do you wake up and, and say, hey, look, this is what I really need to happen on this day or this is what I really want out of my life. And sometimes the reason that you have to ask these questions daily is because sometimes you'll realize that your wants change, your needs change or your experiences change in a way that it it changes you. It alters you just a little bit. So four daily questions. Number one, who am I? What do I want? What's your purpose? And what are you grateful for? OK, first of all, how many other podcast and coaches can you go to that invest in the, the time, the energy, the resources, the money into going to these conferences. And I'm coming back and sharing some of the notes with you. Right. And not only am I just sharing some of the notes, I am literally sharing how I plan to execute on the information. Like you just don't get that many places. So I really hope that you guys are taking notes and that your intention is to not just take the notes, but to actually apply this information. And then once you apply it and you see that it works for you to teach it, go out and teach it. Like, you know what? I saw uh, this business coach, Donnie Wiggins, who did this thing. And I'm going to make a habit of starting, start doing that because I want to improve the lives of the people around me. And that's what I want to do. That's what full transparency is about. It's to improve my community of entrepreneurs so that you can go out and be your best self personally and be your best self as a CEO or whatever role you play in your company. Okay. Uh, oh, another thing. Um, gosh, there's so much. We may have to do this in two parts because I'm looking at the time. I don't, 
I don't want to keep you here longer than I normally would, but I'm still on the first speaker. And there were like so many. Okay. So let's see here. Um, advice, advice to entrepreneurs. Uh, Deepak offered four key pieces of advice to entrepreneurs. Number one, are you offering something unique? Meaning you are irreplaceable, at least for this moment. Obviously, we know that we're always irreplaceable at some time, but for at least this moment, this present moment, are you irreplaceable, right? I forget almost that I'm on set. Like, I'm so comfortable. I'm in my, um, I'm in this, first of all, y'all got to see this, this dope crew fit hoodie that I love so much. I feel like I am sitting on my sofa at home. It says self-made up and down the thigh, and I was not paid to do this. I just love this so much. And I don't know. Let me see. Y'all see that? No? You can't see it? Yeah, you can. Okay. I just think this is so cute. But I just realized, like, I'm over here just chilling and getting comfortable. I might as well just <laughs> lay down. Okay, let me get back to it. So are you offering something unique? You're irreplaceable at least at this moment, right? That means that... Maybe you're doing something similar as a competitor, but you're doing it in a way that makes you unique and makes you irreplaceable. Like you're that deal right now in your particular industry for your audience. Number two, is what you're doing a benefit to society? Is it a benefit for, to society? Otherwise, what are we doing it for, right? Number three, am I an expert at it? Or here's a key, can I build a team of experts? Some of us are out here trying to be the experts at something that we really don't have to be the expert in. Sometimes we can have an idea that we think is really awesome and we can build a team of experts and that is okay too. Number four, is it going to be fun and make me happy? I believe in quality of life experiences, right? And I believe that that should include your business. Um, whenever I am working with entrepreneurs, uh, whether in my actionable CEO mentorship group, shout out to all the actionable CEOs. If you are an actionable CEO that's watching this right now, just type out actionable CEO in the comments and let me know that you're here. But whether you're an actionable CEO or you're one of my private coaching clients, I believe in coaching. Hey, hey, CEO Donnie Wiggins here, and I am so excited to announce my new mentorship group is dropping. You may have already heard about it, but I wanted, to, I wanted you to hear it from the horse's mouth directly from me. My new mentorship group, Actionable CEO, for entrepreneurs who are interested in professional growth, personal growth, and financial growth. You want to learn from me. Y'all have been asking for this for the last three years, and I have finally brought Actionable CEO back to serve you every single week, direct mentorship from me. You will also hear from other people who are in my community that I believe will be greatly impactful to you. You're gonna get behind the scenes. We're going to be spending some time together live. This is not pre-recorded. This is live mentorship. So if you are an entrepreneur and you want to be connected, feel connected, you want to elevate your brand, you wanna elevate your life, you wanna elevate your level of success, Actionable CEO is for you. ActionableCEO.com. See you there. The whole entrepreneur. That means that sometimes we might have to talk about some mindset stuff. We Sometimes we may have to talk about, you know, what's going on with your spirit. Sometimes we might have to talk about what's going on with your family life because I don't believe in developing uh, 
I don't believe in developing individuals professionally if you are underdeveloped on a personal level. Like, what sense does it make to build up a bunch of wealthy, irresponsible people or a bunch of wealthy, miserable people? I want to make sure that we are encompassing of a whole perspective and you are not just your business, all right? Your business is not your whole identity. So I love so much that he talked about... um, is it, is it going to be fun and make me happy? And these are conversations, these four questions, this advice to entrepreneurs, this is a conversation that you can just put on your list, set a reminder to do. So for me, how I'm going to use this information, the four daily questions that I talked about to bar- balance your spirituality, who am I, what do I want, what's your purpose, what are you grateful for? Those are things that I'm now asking myself every single day. I already have an 8.30 p.m. gratitude alarm. It goes off every single day on my phone, no matter where I am, what I'm doing. I am going to out loud verbally express gratitude for something that happened that day. But with this four questions of advice to entrepreneurs, um, this isn't something, honestly, that I'm going to ask myself because I don't want to create such a busy list of things to do. Uh, for myself every single day. So I won't be doing this every single day, but I absolutely will do this, like revisit this um, once a week. So uh, once a week, I am going to incorporate this uh, probably into our team meetings. We're going to add this to our team meetings uh, because this is also going to paint the vision for my team and everybody who works, right? Making sure that we are all in alignment with how we operate, how we treat our customers, the offers and services that we put out there and the opportunities that we take advantage of, okay? And I can't help but to mention, Deepak suggests or predicts that the coaching industry is soon to be the number one profession in the world, The coaching industry is soon to be the number one profession in the world. And I love that for me. I love that for us. I love that for all of you people who are out there creating coaching and consulting businesses. Um, As long as we're doing it with integrity and a high level of excellence and we really are um, authorities and influencers uh, or influences rather in the space that we are coaching um, and consulting in. All right. So. That's Deepak Chopra. Super excited to hear from and learn from him. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, Next speaker was Allie Webb. She is the founder of Drybar. Uh, She recently sold the product division of her company, which was a nugget for me right off top. Like, I didn't even really think about um, doing that. Like, you think about selling companies, and I've not gotten to the point yet where I've necessarily sold um, a company in that way. Not at, not at this level. Um, I did pass my book of business on, I used to own this luxury concierge, a company that, that provided services for people in the movie industry and the, in the sports industry, providing housing and assistance and, 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 and cleaning services and things like that. Um, and I did sell that book of business, but not in the way that I think that was maybe, seven years ago at this point that I did that. So I didn't sell that book of business the way that I would do it today based on the information that I know today about business and what that looks like, right? But I did not even think about just selling a division of your company. Like she has Drybar, Drybar has its own services um, and, and products and she sold the products division. But here's something that she talked about. 
Um, she talked about being in sync across the board um, in her company. And for those of you who don't know what the dry bar is, it is a, a quick salon experience. It's hair salons that offer a quick uh, experience. So it's not the salon that you're going to go in for your deep condition where you're sitting under the dryer, the hair dryer. You're going to go in. You may get your hair shampoo, but you can al also walk into your hair, uh, walk into the salon with your hair shampoo. They're going to blow dry that thing on out. They do a lot of dry uh, hair, uh, blow dryer finished hairstyles. She mentioned that uh, she had a challenge getting the stylist on board happily with using the dry bars signature products because they had their own blow dryer and they wanted to use their own comb and they wanted to use their own shampoo. And she talked about the importance of uniformity. Everybody wears the same thing. Everybody greets the same way. Everybody uses the same products. They use the same blow dryers, the same combs, the same phones, the same ink pens, the same notepads, the same follow-up system, the same, the same, the same, because what she was building was the dry bar brand, not individual brands of people who worked within her organization. And she wanted to ensure that when she opened another dry bar and another dry bar and another dry bar, that everybody had a similar experience, whether they were in Atlanta, Georgia, or Los Angeles, California, the experience is the same. And what I can say is that I have been to a few dry bars over the years and the experience has absolutely been the same across the board. All right. So that's something to keep in mind there. So when I write that note down and I'm thinking about how can I execute or implement something like this in my business, it literally takes me to uniformity. So that means what are we doing internally that creates uniformity with the brand? So now when we are uh, going to events. Now we need to be dressed uniform, meaning we need to be representing the brand. If we are sending emails, all of our emails should already start the same way. My team was just getting on me last week um, because I like to start everything off with, hey, hey, it's how I speak. Everything is in the voice of Donnie Wiggins. And it's just making sure that we are training and creating SOPs and, you know, what you can do with that information is say, what is off balance in my company? Where can I create some uniformity? Because it makes for a very attractive brand. It just makes for a super attractive brand when everybody is on the same page. You don't have anybody coming in, you know, with 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 clothing that is out of alignment. You don't have anybody speaking to your customers in a way that you don't agree with because you have created uniformity. So I'm going to take that information and I am going to scan our processes. I am going to scan how we operate and say, okay, here's an opportunity for me to create uniformity right away. Uh, I know that I want to create, uh, we have team t-shirts, but I don't really enforce that the team wear them, right? Uh, I want to create team hoodies. I probably want to create team um, track suits and sweatsuits and things like that. And these will be the options. When I worked in corporate America, we had options. I worked in the property management industry and it didn't matter what your body style was. You wore those same ugly cardigans with those same career apparel, corporate apparel pants, 
that didn't fit my body, right? It was not meant for anybody with just a little bit of curve. And I only got a little bit of curve and it still wasn't meant for me, um, but it worked. You walked into every property owned by that management company and you fully, you, you understood what the experience was. When I walk into my home now, you ever go downstairs to the front desk and they're all dressed alike? And I literally walked in to drop my luggage off when I got off the plane today. And I'm like, you guys always look so nice. And when I was touring properties, I went to one of their sister properties. And guess what? They're dressed just like that. Guess what else? The smell, you know, that smells so much that I love in the lobby. It's in the sister property, too. I love the experience that's being created amongst the brand. So for you, what is the experience that's being created amongst the brand of your company? And I have to even ask myself that. There are many areas of opportunity to improve the experience that people will have with me. Uh, the first way that I want to... Um, improve that experience. I have upcoming some VIP days. VIP days are some one-on-one -on -one coaching days where uh, the client gets to, they've booked me for the entire day. And this is for someone who is not currently going to go through an extended period of coaching with me, but they need some questions answered right now. They need some strategic questions answered. They need to work through a specific thing right now in their business. So we will work together all day and an opportunity to create uniformity will be making sure that all of the people that I have, I believe we have like eight VIP days on the calendar right now, making sure everybody has a uniform experience across the board. That's really, really important. So if I provide a notebook for one, I have to provide a notebook for all. If I have, you know, um, lunch snacks or whatever for one, I want to provide it for all. And the experience needs to be the same. I'm not taking one to a steakhouse and another to, uh, you know, a chef experience. So that's how I plan. So now with these VIP days that I believe are starting for us in like two weeks, we're going to go through and make sure and I just brought this back. So VIP days are not something that I've been offering a lot of, but now we are going to go make sure that the planned experience is un is uniform across the board. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, she talked about, Oh, here's something that really, really stood out. This is one that I love, 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 love. And we got to figure this out. Um, because we've been so busy doing the work. We've been so busy getting the result for the, you know, for the most part, my clients are happy. Uh, but Allie Webb talked about creating little moments that make your customer smile. So what can you offer in your brand? It got me immediately thinking about what's that little pop of the unexpected that can make your customer smile. Uh, sometimes it could be that maybe, um, like if you're a coach, and you deal with clients one-on-one, -on -one, maybe you call them off schedule to say, hey, I was just checking on you. Or maybe you're sending like anniversary cards or birthday cards and things like that. What's that extra little pop? Maybe you're in retail and you can create on a post-it note so they know it's real, a handwritten note, you know, from you. Maybe you can send in an email that says, hey, here's how you actually style this outfit. Here's what you do there. There's so many little things that you can do to add just a pop of smile. What little surprise can you add that's simple for you to execute, but a big deal and makes your customers and clients feel special. So uh, we will be talking about that little, we got a lot of stuff to do in our team meeting on Monday. We'll be talking about 
that extra smile, that extra moment, that little moment that will make my clients and students smile. So I love that. Um, and lastly, she finished with this, which we all know, but sometimes we have to be reminded of. Just go out and do the thing. Go out and do that thing. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So what? <clears throat> you just go and try something different. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You just go out and you try something different. Okay? So there is that. I am going to save this next speaker for another episode because I already see where this is going and I still have so much information to share. I wonder if I <clears throat> I wonder if I should stop here. Let me let me go here. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Oh my gosh. So I was so excited to learn from uh, Janice Bryant Howroyd. She is a black billionaire, 71 years old. She is the founder of Act One, which is a staffing service company. And her company is worth billions. She's a black woman. She's spicy. When I saw her on stage, I saw all the possibilities of who I could become. Hey, hey, are you a service-based entrepreneur that helps your clients or customers get some type of a result, but you're struggling to post and communicate your message on social media? You don't know how to type a caption that connects and gets people's attention and converts them from just someone who's following you on social to becoming your customer or your client? Great news is, that's my superpower. So I'm sending you three text messages every single day, excluding major holidays, directly to your phone of exactly what you need to post to get people to buy and convert them into clients and customers. All you have to do is join my program, Post to Paid, and you can do so by texting the words Post to Paid to 404-737-2767. And the best news is just $37 a month. So hurry up, send me the text. I'm looking for it now. I love that she hasn't changed up to be as dynamic as she is. She is a black woman from North Carolina. She gave billion-dollar lessons. Uh, she made a reference to, like, dropping it like it's hot on stage. Uh, she talked about, you know, her humble beginnings coming from North Carolina. She talked about her love of family. She's articulate. She is intelligent but she's relevant she's she's relatable right and I saw like to see yourself in someone who's almost twice your age is a huge compliment to that someone and it's a reminder to me that I'm twice some of your ages there's somebody who's here that's 20 years old that's watching this and it's a reminder to me to Donnie, keep showing up as yourself. Keep showing up in your, as yourself because that's, been, that's what's been working for you, but that's also what's been working to create impact, right? Keep showing up as yourself. So what am I executing uh, on this as the, from the reminder of showing up as myself? It's to go through and audit the things that I'm currently offering. Go through and audit the opportunities that I'm currently saying yes to, right? Um, I get emails all the time or brand partnerships and sponsorships and things like that, that I, that I say no to consistently because it's not in alignment with my authentic self, right? Um, going through these, I, we have a meeting later today uh, with a potentially amazing opportunity, but we'll see. 
because I, I don't really, I, I'm not really moved by the money if it's out of alignment with who I am at the core of who Donnie Wiggins is. So we want to make sure that we're going through and auditing all of our products and services, all of the opportunities and engagements that we're saying yes to, um, and then making sure we're weeding those things out so, we say, so we're saying no um, to the right things, okay? Uh, she mentioned, treat yourself the best so you can treat others the best. I have that written down. I have it underlined. I have it highlighted because, uh, what I intend to do this weekend is go get a massage, right? My body needs some TLC. My body needs some TLC. So I am going to go and get me a facial. I am going to go and get me a massage. And I want you to understand from this, that improving your business, improving your performance, improving your output, improving your productivity does not always come in the form of step one, step two, step three, step four. This is how you do this and how you do this and systems and operations and SOPs. And it's not always about the actual business. Sometimes improving your business is 100% about you in that moment. And Janice, as well as uh, Deepak, were great reminders that I am in a season of where it has to get better for me. I have to treat me better. I have to I have to make sure that I'm prioritizing myself. I have to make sure that I'm not working myself, you know, into a hole that's hard to crawl out of because I'm exhausted and I'm starving and I'm not, you know, giving myself the time and energy that I need. I cannot be an amazing coach to you if I treat myself like crap. So, I have been reminded to reprioritize myself. And sometimes you think you're prioritizing yourself and, 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 and you're not. I've been prioritizing myself through taking like trips when I need to take a trip to get away and relax and reset. And, and that's amazing. I've done that more in this year than I have ever in a calendar year. But that's still not enough. You actually have to find the time to create space for you to prioritize yourself every single day. That means that even if you need to pull it together and you're only able to give yourself 10 minutes, 10 minutes where you're sitting in silence and you're practicing some breath work, deep breath in, deep breath out, deep breath in, hold it for a count of five, out. Like these breath experiences and exercises actually calm you down it's self-care that you don't even realize is self-care self-care sometimes it just might be you escaping for 10 minutes to read the book that brings you joy not to read the book about your business not to read the book about being a better leader sometimes you might just want to go and pick up that really raunchy novel and read that novel because it brings you joy it keeps you creative whatever it is make time for yourself so my takeaway and my action step is to make sure that I am actually intentionally uh, scheduling time to treat me well so that I can continue to show up to be the best person for you. But the rest that she said, I'm going to there's going to be a part two. We're going to do this in my next episode. We'll, con we'll continue these conversations um, from the conference. OK, because they're so. Yeah, there's just so much more. There's there's so much more that I want to talk about, and we're almost out of time here. Um, let me get one more takeaway. Um, oh, here's here is is not from any particular speaker, but I want to talk about the theme that was consistent. Every single speaker mentioned something about mindfulness and awareness and prioritizing 
mindset, mindset, mindset. Most of the speakers recommended a book. Many of the speakers recommended meditation, yoga. Most of the speakers, I want to say all, but I can't, I didn't see one. So I'm going to say most of the speakers recommended adhering to a daily routine. Most of the speakers talked about prioritizing yourself. And these are, these were direct responses to what does it take to be successful? How do you keep on going? How'd you build your company to $4 billion? How did you build your company to $300 million? How did you sell a portion of your company for $200 million? Like what helped you keep going and navigating through these spaces? Every single answer included mindset, mental health, awareness, Routines, daily routines, morning routines. And it's a constant reminder because sometimes you hear these things and you get into the mindset, oh, this is the mumbo jumbo that I don't want to hear. And let me just tell you this, that this is this. These are the these are the keys. These are the tips. These are the plays that you absolutely have to have and have to hear in order to be successful. Sometimes you have to slow down to speed up. I can I can attest to the fact that if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are lacking clarity, if you don't know what to do in your business next, you're exhausted, you're stressed out, I can attest to the fact that simply slowing down, stopping completely, shutting it down, taking a trip, going somewhere that brings you joy and brings you peace, allows you to recenter, refocus, recalibrate, get clear again, get the energy again, re-energize yourself again, and get your head back in the game. I can assure you of that. So I say to you again that sometimes, sometimes you have to slow down in order to speed up. Sometimes you're not getting where you want to go because you're running too fast at the goal. Sometimes you are so focused on the outcome that you are not honoring, noticing, or respecting the journey, nor are you making adjustments based on what your journey is trying to tell you. And sometimes... You got to hear it from other people, things that you've heard before, things that you know, things that you know. I'll be honest, there was there was some definitely some insightful information that I've heard before that was like, really, wow. But I left that conference. My friend Milan left that conference. Who's She's built a hundred million dollar company. And even she left that conference feeling like, wow, this was really good. This was amazing. And these are things that I find that especially beginner entrepreneurs don't want to hear. You really just want the step-by-step, the play-by-play, and this, that, and the other, when really it's just, it's not about that. You go to conferences and you're looking for the key, and really, sometimes the key is in the mindfulness. Sometimes the key is in you. Sometimes the key is in your slowdown. Sometimes the key is in places that you weren't expecting it. You're looking for the systems, and sometimes the system that needs to be updated or reprogrammed is you, right? I really, really hope that this helps you to see yourself at your next conference taking notes with the intentionality of actually going out there and implementing this information differently. I hope that me sharing my takeaways, how I process the takeaway, and what I plan to do with the takeaway helps you in your process because sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. And believe it or not, there are so many people who don't know how to take good notes. There are also so many people who 
uh, lack the vision of understanding how that note actually applies to them. And so if this was impactful for you today, if you know that you've got some journals that you need to go back to that, you know what, I have notes just like that, Donnie, let me go back because it resonated. If I wrote it down, that means it resonated. If I wrote it, it resonated, right? And so let me go back to that journal and find this information that I can start executing because a lot of you have the answers already written down, already mapped out, already recorded. You already have access to these things. Now you just have to use it. So if this was impactful for you, if this opened your eyes as to how to leverage your notes, whether it was from a conference or a class or just a speaker that you heard speak to you or, you know, a, a session with your coach or your mentor, let me know in the comments. Just comment the word impactful, impactful, impactful. If this was beneficial for you, and if I get enough people comment the word impactful, I'll come back with the other the other notes because there were so many dynamic speakers. I didn't even get to, to dig into Janice um, Bryant Howroyd and talk about what she talked about um, on stage, but I believe everybody needs to hear it. And I know that everybody won't have the opportunity to sit in a room uh, with billionaires. And when I go, I want to bring the information back to you with the same eagerness and the same excitement that I received it in. So comment the word impactful. And if I get enough of them, I'll come back with a part two on my next solo episode so that you can get this information. And as usual, real quick, if you are looking for coaching, looking for mentorship, and you're like, you know what? I need to stop trying to do this thing on my own. I need this kind of energy all the time. This kind of energy got me hyped. It got me pumped up. If you were on the edge of your seat and you're like, man, this resonated with me too. What do I do next? And what do I do next? And how do I stay connected to this kind of energy? Then you need to be in my community. You need to become a part of my community, Actionable CEO. Actionable CEO is a community for entrepreneurs who are looking to develop themselves professionally, mentally, spiritually, and financially. We get together every single week, me and you on the phone, every now and then, rarely, but every now and then I bring in guests that are able to come in and impact about a specific topic that's relevant to you today. There are a community of entrepreneurs who are connecting in their cities. Uh, they are doing live meetups in their cities. I allow you to come in and co-work with me, meaning you get to see how me and my team are tackling a particular issue. Sometimes you get to sit in on my team meeting so that you can get the perspective of what it's like to run a seven-figure business and a family business, might I add, uh, and, and so much more. We have a book club where we're reading books, and we're not just reading books, uh, but we're coming back and we're discussing the books, and we're t discussing how to take the same information, those notes, and how to apply it to our lives so that it's not just time that we're spending, spinning our wheels, thinking that we're doing the right things, but doing all the wrong things with the right information. So thank you for joining me Uh Actionable CEO, you can find more information out about that at www.actionableceo.com. It's just $97 a month, $97 a month to be tapped in uh, to my mentorship. You'll find the link wherever you are receiving this information uh, or this video. And I will see you on next week's episode of Full Transparency. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment. That's how I know what you need next, and that's also how we have the ability to keep bringing you dope information.